Welcome to Honor the Grind podcast. This is the show where you learn how to transform the reaches of ideas into real life value. And now, with no further ado, your host, renowned worldwide speaker and one of the best mentors in the UK, David Brett Williams. Hi, Raina Malik here with the Honor the Grind podcast. The podcast where we recognize that it takes effort and hard work to achieve your dreams. Today we're talking about how to put an end to procrastination. Along with my co-host David Brett Williams, we will present the reasons why people procrastinate and the steps you can take to put an end to procrastination today. Let's meet David. How are you? I'm doing really well, thank you. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Eager to get into the content because I tend to procrastinate. A lot of us do. And that is odd that we do because it tends to cause a lot of anxiety. Does it ever? I know what I need to do, but uh, I don't do it. It seems to be the common refrain. And some people wait until the very last minute. They do this time and time again, and the pattern repeats itself. Sometimes I feel caught, trapped in a whirlwind of anxiety, stress, and procrastination. I tell myself that I procrastinate because I'm disorganized or lazy or because I don't care enough, but I know that isn't true. Most of the time, nothing could be further from the truth. I hear you, and that is why most people don't consider procrastination as an ally. There's a great, great quote by Victor Kahn who said, procrastination is opportunity's assassin. That is so true. For me, procrastination leads to nothing but anxiety and disappointment. That is true for so many people. So if that is all procrastination gives us, then why is changing it so darn hard? I will tentatively suggest there are also benefits to procrastination. I get that. I have friends who delay tasks deliberately because they like to feel under pressure. Yes, some people thrive on that sense of challenge from an approaching deadline. They thrive on the adrenaline rush and the buzz that comes with getting things done right at the wire. You mean these massacres are addicted to the challenge and they don't want to change? Absolutely. We call them active procrastinators. Active procrastinators are comfortable because they feel in control of the time. They have lower stress levels than passive procrastinators. So while they put things off, they still get things done. And unlike passive procrastinators, they don't freeze up with worry and indecision. I think I identify more with the passive procrastinator. I know how, I proc- I know how procrastination interferes with my life. The missed opportunities and the stress and anxiety. I have tried before to change, but changing is hard. Well, one of the main barriers to building the motivation to change is that procrastination has some benefits. I don't think of procrastination as having benefits. I know. Most people don't see that there are a lot of good things about it. I typically think of procrastination as a negative thing. It can be difficult to see the benefits of procrastination as they're entwined in your psyche. The hidden benefits reduce your motivation to change nonetheless. What are some benefits of procrastination? Well, problems sometimes solve themselves without any effort from you. By doing nothing, sometimes the problem just goes away. Sometimes I need to emphasize that word because it doesn't always happen that way. Now, procrastinating presents the opportunity to defer the less than pleasant tasks in favor of more enjoyable ones. And we tend to seek the pleasurable things in life and avoid the painful ones. 
Yes, the pleasure pain principle. We avoid the discomfort associated with doing something you dread. Link to that is procrastination is you get to avoid some anxiety you feel about the task. And procrastination helps us avoid the possibility of failure or success? Because if we fail to commit uh, to the outcome, then it's not really our responsibility even if it doesn't work out. That's it. When you procrastinate, someone may take pity on you and do it for you. So looking for help? Yes, and sometimes the demands placed on you get reassigned to another because you show little progress. I had not thought of these benefits before. And if we're not aware of the benefits of procrastination, then you won't turn your habits around. With all of these benefits, how do I build genuine motivation to change? It can be helpful to conduct a cost versus benefit analysis. You play the cost and benefits of procrastination against each other to see which one wins out. To do a cost versus benefit analysis, draw a line down the middle of a sheet of paper, dividing it in half. On the left-hand side, put the heading cost, and on the right-hand side, put the heading benefits. Under cost, list all the drawbacks of avoiding unpleasant tasks. Under benefits, list all the benefits of putting things off. When finished, examine each side. Does costs or benefits of procrastinating win? Then I ask myself, is procrastination working for me or against me? Yes, the answer will be different for each person. You have to decide, are the benefits of procrastination worth the havoc it wreaks on your personal and professional life? Now may be the time to make some changes. Yes. In my case, my procrastination became so severe that it became career hampering. I coped with the stress for ages, although it may have affected my health. When my livelihood got threatened, I had to get working on it. Could you elaborate on that? Well, I had a fear of failure coupled with the desire for perfection. My feelings of insecurity would paralyze me, especially if it were an important project. Then I would struggle to complete it, fearing that it wasn't good enough. It had to be flawless. Really was it disorganization. I had no problem creating a to-do list or checking items off it. I didn't consider depression. Feelings such as hopelessness and fatigue were alien to me. Both are hallmarks of depression and depression is demotivating. What did you learn? You have your reasons for procrastinating or you just wouldn't do it. Whatever the reasons are, it's a good idea to figure out why you're doing it. Then you can change your approach to start and complete tasks. In addition to hampering your success on the job, procrastination acts as stressors that can cause all sorts of physiological problems. A little stress occasionally is good for us, but on a continuous basis, it is harmful. What are some tricks to help stay on task? I am a huge fan of a change of scenery. Um, I don't know about you, but my desk is covered with distractions. Yes, I have comforts such as pictures, food, not to mention books I'm supposed to be reading and papers that need signing. Me too. I have loads of things scattered around me, begging, just absolutely begging for my attention. What works beautifully for me is when I need to get work done is to pick up my laptop and camp out somewhere else. You might try working somewhere completely out of your element, like a library. I choose quiet coffee shops where no one knows me. I'm partial to doing that too. What else? Well, you can go offline. Online distractions destroy your productivity. It is so easy to get consumed by eBay or Facebook and lose hours of your day. 
My friend John, who works from home and never procrastinates, has a secret. He unplugs his router and puts it in a closet. He can't browse or do anything else, so he just works. I guess it is a real pain to go get the router. Yes, so he does not reconnect. My concern is that I might never plug the router router back in again. I prefer to put my phone on flight mode and close email and messaging on my laptop. Cool. And we also need to stop bouncing between projects. Good point. It is common for me to have several projects on the go at the same time, but I don't work through one, finish it and then repeat the process for the next one. I will work on one for a while, then flip over to another and so on. And as a result, all of them seem to take forever to complete. Prioritise what is urgent to do, then do it without thinking of the side activities. If none of your projects are urgent, tackle the most difficult one and complete it. The easy ones that follow will seem like a piece of cake in comparison. What else can we do? You brought this subject up earlier. Quit social media. Really? What benefit are you getting from Facebook or Twitter other than a point of distraction? Oh dear. <laughs> For many folks, social networks are nothing more than a time suck to check into because there is work waiting to be done. Let's move on to the next point. Okay. Now, keep a detailed to-do list. Really? I tend to put a mammoth multi-component project down as a one-line item on my to-do list. Instead, break it down into action items that you can check off frequently and update your to-do list at a minimum once every day. If you don't, then you're wasting more time. What about figuring out which tasks you don't like doing and why? Perfect. Thinking about the reason you're putting things off is particularly effective. A frequent one for me was boredom. I find when I write it down, it helps to get it out like a, uh, like a confessional type of thing, like therapy. So true. And then you can find help for how to overcome that. You said earlier about being a perfectionist. I did, and perfectionism and procrastination are intertwined. Don't expect perfection. Exactly. Think of how many mundane things are sitting in the queue just waiting for you. Oh my goodness. I now have the mindset that getting 80% of tasks done is better than none at all. It's like saying you want to run a mile. Getting off the couch and merely walking half a mile is better than staying glued to the couch and not running at all. You can also tell someone you respect when you're finished. I absolutely love this one. I turn with my accountability partner. I tell them my task and my deadline so they can check progress and I do the same for them. I can imagine that's what makes it work is if your accountability partner is very competitive because you don't want to look bad by not completing your tasks. You got it. And if I avoid them, my accountability partner will chase me for progress so I can't ever evade the topic. Oh, bugger. <laughs> that has been great and I am confident I, am now, I now have the tools to stop procrastinating. Thank you. And thank you. If you want ongoing support in this journey, then look at my website. There's a ton of material and you can register for the free webinar too. Until we meet again, get out there each and every single day and just be outstanding. You've been listening to the Honor the Grind podcast, the number one audio production show for people who want to get their personal and professional development to the next level. 
subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud or iTunes and catch our next episode.